Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Cast. I am your host, Amar Walker. It has been quite some time since we've been back on our um, podcast, and we're just trying to start off something different in 2022 with something a little bit different for um, our viewers and those that are listening, whether on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So let's just get into our discussion today. And we're going to talk about some things as far as what's going on in the body of Christ and what we've seen over the last three years of this uh, so-called pandemic. And, um, And I myself have sat back and been from an observatory perspective and has looked at this pandemic a little bit different than uh, most people. So I have observed it from a different set of eyes and a different viewpoint, more so from a different godly perspective viewpoint from the beginning all the way up until um, right now. And one of the reasons why I wanted to try to start this podcast was to really um, just to inform people of what's going on and what what and where where's where is the church at right now currently in um, what you know that we need to be consciously aware of because now that the state of the church has changed dramatically. And the reason why I say it's changed dramatically is because, um, because now we've 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 changed into a different. Um, I want to say I don't want to say different style of church, but the way um, we have delivered the message of Christ has become more of a distance, sort of speak, as far as like you know reaching people um, during this time. Is that God has given us the opportunity, even during the pandemic, to um, get some things in order with ourselves and our personal life as well, and and also not only not only just that, but there's some things that God has been wanting to address that we have not addressed as the body of Christ itself, and that and that perspective is is that God is desiring that. The church would get back into its original state, which means original order, because a lot of things that have been affected in our world, you know, is because a lot of the things that as the body of Christ, we have not been where God has wanting wanted us to be. You know, we have transitioned into um, positions and titles and. Uh, we've lost our center focus, which is the family. And the reason why I'm saying that is because that is the key component to where I'm getting at. So the main thing is that we look at where the where our society in general, you know, we have gone where, uh, you know, there are um, absence of fathers in the home. There have been more absences of uh, parental guidance in our communities, in our society as a whole. And not only just that, but um, one of the things as the church's responsibility is that we have to reflect um, the family structure. And it's so important that, um, that we get back to the core foundation of family structure and then we get back to really being the extension to our world today to the world today and one of the things that I've seen is because it's something I was sitting down in my notes because we've been most of the churches have been so focused on um, being prosperous and being um, blessed of God but we've lacked we've lacked the main key component is having a relationship with God and that is one of the key focus and the, the points that we must have 
you know, in order for us to be prosperous, to be blessed, to have a strong family and to be very well rounded because we've, we've transitioned from certain things. We've indoctrinated certain things that were of the world and chasing after things that didn't really line up with what God said in his word. And now we look at our society and we look at the way the churches are. We look at the way that the divorce rate is high in amongst um, the people of God and in churches now. Now is we've come to the place where when we look at it, the family structure and social structure has become so distant. Everybody has become, you know, it's become the reverse orders of roles and genders and, and everything that's not lining up biblically according to God's word. You know, and one of the things is because now in a society where, you know, um, the defeminized men in society and as well as, um, you know, having where the masculinity roles as a man has become. I want to say the word genderfied and, and, you know, and, and not really that it's important that men lead. It's important that men become leaders in the home and, and it's important that men become leaders in the church as well, because that is something that God ordained from the beginning in the book of Genesis in the book of Genesis, you know, you know, God created man from the dust of the earth and, you know, he breathed in him, became a living, breathing soul. And then God pulled out Eve um, from the man and she was his helpmate. So when we look at the family structure, we look at God created, um, when the you know, Bible says, even he says, God created male and female, created he them. You know, and God blessed them. So in all of that, the blessings, God blessed them already before they were even created in this in a physical form. So in a sense where God, from the beginning, created um, before he even created a church institution, the first institution that, that was, was the family. So, and then we must look at why, you know, the body of Christ, and we look at the why, why churches are the way they are now, and the way that the family structure is kind of imbalanced now, because now we have the divorce rates are high, separation is high, and now because when we look at it, the point of what I'm trying to get at is that during this time, during the pandemic, it made people examine themselves during this time. So when we look at it, it's an examination, you know, and it kind of when we look at it, we got to look at it from a standpoint of where family structure is so important. It's so important now in this time that we live in. And it's so important to get back to the basics of teaching um, the love of God, teaching the roles in homes and and teaching what what is needed to be taught so that families can grow and and expand and and that we can learn how to operate according to the way God wants us to operate. And the reason that I'm saying this is because from the standpoint of where I'm seeing it so much now is that the family and social structure is being kind of breaking broken down in a way where it's not as strong as it used to be, you know, and that that comes from where, you know, we must get back to the church must get back to teaching sound doctrine, which get, means that keeping coming back to now teaching what what a man's responsibility is, you know, in a and as a woman's responsibility and the, and the family as a whole, because everybody has a responsibility that they have together and it's a responsibility they must have as a whole. But when we look at the way stuff has happened, it has caused people to become more separate than they are together. So yet we can say that, you know, when we look at society and we look at the way things are and current events as far as social movements. It is not it is not it is not together. It is division. Because when we look at it, the issues and the problems still remain the same. We still have fatherlessness in a society. We still have, you know, we still have where where our young people are more socially adapt with social media than not even identifying with who they are as, as a young man or a young woman or what they're supposed to do in life. And we have it where it's it's more of a social imbalance in where everybody wants to have rights based on racism and all the other prejudices that come with everything. But my main main thing and I'm getting across is that 
it's time where when we look at it, everything has caused people to become separate, not united. Yet we can say, oh, we're united for a cause, but we're united based on um, racism and we're united based on color and, and, and everything else. And But it's more divided because there's no real true foundation that is that is being spoken. And the main thing is the true foundation should be spoken is God. God is the one that created man out of everything in creation. He created man so that we could function like God in this earth and that families could have such a a united structure together and and this is the thing where we look at the a, a system that's dividing people based on race and color and gender and God God in in his essence of itself is that's not what he created man to be divided he did not create us to be divided in any kind of way he didn't even create the church to be divided by doctrine and, and what people and other people believe, oh, I believe this, and we don't believe that according to the scripture. But the one thing I keep sharing this, and I, and I share this a lot with my family, and say that, you know, when we look at it, when it's just, I'm using an example, when Paul was stoning, they were out there when they were stoning Stephen. And Paul thought he was doing what he was right, what was right in his own eyes. But it was not until when God shed the light, when the light of the truth came, what he thought was right wasn't God's right because God saw it different. And because he was operating in ignorance, he thought that what he was doing was right. And a lot of times we can look at society and think that what we're doing is right. But when we compare it to God and ask God, what does he see rather than what we see? Because the Bible says, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not. My ways are higher than your ways. I'm sorry. But that's what people have to understand. And what it comes down to it is that we have to change our perception and get and get God's insight and God's way of seeing things as a whole. We 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 see where everybody want to say this is um, we're going to go back to normal and everything is normal. No, we're we're living in dysfunction. You cannot breathe and give people um, dysfunction and say it's functional. Nothing in what we see right now in the society in the homes is functional. But. They want to make us, the government wants to make us seem like this is functional. Oh, we're going back to normal and everything is normal. Nothing is normal. Nothing is normal in the world. There's nothing normal. There's nothing normal. It's dysfunction outside of God. Anything that's going outside of God's will and his word and what he's called and created man to do is dysfunction. That's just how I see it. And things that I know things in life happen and certain things happen. I get all of that. I get that. But that's that's the part where God is trying to get us to come back to him where he can put your life back in the order. And that's the same thing he's trying to do with the church right now, because there's so many things that people have been out of alignment that God is trying to teach and bring the word to we all come back unto the subject of God's word. So anything that everybody, they want to take God out of everything. They want to take God out of the schools. They want to take God out of every aspect of of people's lives so that God is not the first, last, and final authority. I mean, we guess we got the government and we got everything else, but God is the first, last, and final authority. But the one thing that people don't, the, that the government doesn't understand and the world doesn't understand, we cannot live and breathe and do anything without God. Because God is the one that established this earth in his, in his creation for mankind. And the fact that we've lost our focus and we lean on to man's way of doing stuff, man's way of 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 um, of thinking and and outside of God, if we don't ask God to what he what does he think about it? And he'll show us in his word how what he thinks about it. And he'll show us by his do his word and through the spirit what what he's thinking. And a lot of times people don't really want to hear that but it's the truth it's the truth and how can we 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 it, it kind of boggles my mind to say it's insanity to say that it's insanity my my saying is to do the same thing over and over again and getting the same results so and and that's the same thing is that certain things they're trying and it's not working hasn't worked it's an illusion to make things feel like, oh, this is working and this is normal. 
if we take a real step back and look at it, we'll see that it's not normal. We'll see that it's not it's not the way God intended it. And they make it seem like this is normal. It, it's, it's not normal for a, um, um, you know, for a man to be a, a woman. It's not that's not normal. You know, it's not normal to live in a in a society to where people um, are are pretty much controlled in what we do, what we say, where we go, even on social media. Like we can't say certain things, but it's the truth is the truth. You know, we can't. It's, the world is dysfunction. It came in disorder from the beginning of Genesis. So what the devil tried to do was bring disorder. So once he brought disorder, everything that we see that's outside of God is not. The Bible says, acknowledge him in all that you do, for he'll direct your path. So what what happens is when you don't acknowledge God and God is not included and, and we don't see it, then, then we're figuring out on our own thoughts, our own cognizances, and what the devil will make you confused and think that this is normal. It is not normal that, you know, that that families want to get divorces and 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 you can't reconcile or work it out or 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 come to some come to a mutual agreement and that comes where you know we have to let go of our will and let and let the will of God be known and that's some of the things we look at the society we wonder why our governmental system is the way it is we wonder why our our, our young people are struggling in school why because we don't ask God we wonder why our government is in disorder and they try to pump us something that's false and fictitious and they try to hype us on something that is that is not even real. It's a lie. It's a lie that it's not normal. And and, and it's like we we can't say this is normal. What what is normal about what's going on in our society? What is normal about we, we protest about um um black and white issues, but we never protest about black on black issues. We don't see people protesting in line talking about, well, black black lives killing black lives. What they don't protest against that. We don't stand up and say, well, where where is the men at? Well, we need to make sure that our men are stronger in the home. We need to make sure that men are in their places where they can be the provider, they can be the protector and the priest of their home. Where is that so that they can be strong men to get jobs, to pay, to, to be able to, to provide for their families? No, they don't want to push that agenda. People don't want to push that order. They don't want to push that. They don't want to push that women can, you know, not saying nothing wrong that women can work or be in a place in jobs. It's just the fact that there comes a place where it has to have a balance. And that's the thing that there's so much imbalance in this world that. Everybody wants to feel like, oh, this is something new and something. No, it's out of order. It is not balanced when it comes to God's word. It is not balanced when it comes to God. So a lot of times we look at a, a social society and we wonder why stuff is is out of order. Well, let's, let's look at where it went wrong because we don't want to submit. And that's what comes down to even the government. Because everybody wants to take wants to take out, and they said, "Well, what God? Well, every you know, one nation under God. But what God is that? If it's not the God of the Bible, I don't know what else to. Well, you can have a many gods, a thousand gods, because Egypt had a thousand gods, but there's only one true and living God that had a son named Jesus. And this is the place where we look at now. And when I look at all the time in the last three years of this." pandemic where people have lost loved ones and they have lost family members but I also tell people this this is the greatest time to get closer to your family this is the greatest time to get a chance to spend time with your children when they're not indoctrinated in the system of a being in schools and I worked in the school systems before so I know your child's in school for seven and a half eight hours and then by the time you get home you may spend three or four hours if they don't have extracurricular activities and stuff but that's the time that you invest in them. That's the time that you spend time just getting to know who they are and being the greatest influence in their lives. So now we have social media that is influencing influencing your children. And now as a body of Christ and as the church, we should be the most powerful influence. We should be the influencing the world. Not, not the other way around. The world shouldn't influence us to do the things that that are contrary to the word of God.
that is contrary to what we believe. You know, and that's the thing where we have to get back to the to the original core foundation of God's word. We must love, we must teach God's order, and we must be able to have a relationship with God, and we must be able to reach people who are hurting in this world right now. Because they offer all these microwave fixes and it's not going to fix it. You can set it for 30 minutes. The food will get hot for a short period of time. And then after a time, that food will cool off and it'll become cold. So it's like now this is where we are as a society, as the body of Christ. Now we've we've become this millennial church now. Now we've become a social media church. Instead of the powerful church that reaches the lost. And, you know, what I was learning from my, my, my pastor, who, who my former pastor who passed away many years ago. We're not reaching the lost and strengthening families. Raising up leaders. That's what families do. You raise up leaders that your children, you, now you can impact the communities in the world. But are we impacting the communities in the world now? No, we're not. We're not doing it enough. Because now we're living in a society where now we're they want us to be afraid and, and fearful. And we should not be afraid and fearful because perfect love casts out all fear. For the Bible says fear bringeth torment. Why? Because that's what we know and they know as their agenda to keep us in a place where we're not impactful. We must be impactful. And, in, and the only way you're going to be impactful and empowered is we got to go back to blinding up with the word of God. And being in right alignment with the word of God. So it doesn't matter what they give you or they say or, you know, what's going on. We have to go back to God's original standard of helping and reaching. Because yet yet I tell people all the time, and I say this, when I look at people who are struggling with homosexuality or I. Um, Gender identities, it's not that. The root of the problem is the hurt. Where is it coming from? Where is where are where's the abuse coming from? It is coming from the root of a problem. It is coming from a root of a situation. It is not it is not something that is the external stuff to an internal problem. It's the same way to the government. The government has an external they, they have an external problem. They have they coming out and externally expressing outwardly, but internally there's an internal problem. Why? The internal problem is dealing with the situation at hand. One in our societies that we lack true godly leadership. And a and a and a country that's divided. Why is it divided? Because we don't have God as the one key element and the source of all things. That the Bible should be the first and last and final authority that speaks in this earth, and it's and it's the true law. It's the first written law before even America had made laws. Even before any law that was established in the United States of America, the Bible, the, the biblical law was established 3,000 years, three 4,000 years before America even established any law that was established in the Constitution. Period. And that is something where I say that that law is what we should govern ourselves by. Which is the and govern our country by the love and the love of God, but the laws of God. And the reason why you know this country was created because people say they have they have some 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 of the some laws, but all but every law that goes contrary, you know everybody wants to have their disagreements about abortion and everything else, and people ask the one question. Well, why do why do aborted babies happen? Aborted babies happen is because as man we are not taking our responsibility and submitting ourselves to God. Why things happen the way they do? Why why rapes? Why molestations happen is because we're outside of the will of God. These things happen is because we have to line up stuff with the Word of God. And it's not, you know, God gave us the authority. And the Bible says in the book of Genesis, he gave us dominion and authority. But we abuse our authority because we step away from our creator, which is God. Now we're not, we're not in a authoritative role. Now we're taking our authority and we're abusing it. 
because we have no right to abuse our authority when God gives us to right to to molest a woman or I mean molest child children sex sexual any it's not it's not the same way when it goes to women women you must be able to be in a place where it's the same thing with men and women we both have a responsibility to our to ourselves and to God as women women should know how to carry themselves and dress themselves in a certain way and that is that is just bottom line and it and it is not and we say oh well this is a um God problem no it is a people problem God gave us the answer you know he gave us the answer to fix it but we won't submit to we won't submit to the answer we won't take the answer that God has given us and we, and to fix the problem and that comes through submission and that's the society as a whole and that comes where why stuff is the way it is and we say as the church as the body of Christ and people say that well why is the world acting the way it is? Because the church is acting the way they are. When the church stopped becoming worldly, when we stopped becoming carnal, we stopped chasing and letting the world influencing, let the devil's kingdom and let him and the way he's doing stuff influencing the church, then guess what? We become the influencers. Just like they have on social media, we become an influencers. We become we can influence the world. Why? Because Jesus influenced people all over the world. He influenced wherever he went because they knew his name and wherever he walked and wherever he went. He influenced people's lives to be changed. You know, and that's the thing where we look at it. Are we influencing people's lives to be changed? And the difference is, and I will share this with people, is that that that's where society as a whole that's where we strayed away from God's laws, God's standards, God's divine order for the family. And we wonder why things are in the way they are. And it's a delusion. It is a strong delusion to sit here and believe that this is normal. When our financial system is in disarray, why? Because we're not giving God do what is his. And people say, well, well, why would God, the, the big controversies, why would God need your money? You know, God, you know, you know, you know, God needs money. And that's like, no, God wants you to take your money, take the money and now help other people, help the communities so that when we help the churches, the church's responsibility is to go now and help the community. That's the responsibility when we take money, when we give money, it's supposed to be given out to help the people. Example, why? When in the book of Acts, when it talks about how the apostles during that time of the famine, um, during the Roman times, they gathered the money together amongst the Jewish people and they distributed amongst the people so that everybody would be fed. So now when we look at it, the reason why we're it's an economic problem is because we're greedy. Society as a whole is greedy. It is not about caring for the other man. We say that, but we got more homelessness and poverty than most third world countries. And that is a 100% fact. Look look at the streets in Los Angeles, Skid Row. How many people are down and out? I've, I've went into places like Kensington. How many people are on drugs? A lot. Heroin, meth, you name it, they're on it. But we look at a society as a whole and we ask, okay, why is the financial system the way it is? Because it was created for greed, power, and control. All right? And there's no God in it. Yeah, this it's the God that's written on that bill, but not the God of the Bible. Because the God of the Bible is a giver. God gives. And that's what Jesus did. You know, he helped those. You know, he said, when I was hungry... When you know, I was sick and you visited me, he did all these things. He was explaining to people what they should do. And when I was thirsty, you gave me drink. Why? Because you met the needs of the people. That's number one. Okay. So now when we look at our economic structure, that that financial structure, that that's that's one. Okay, so now when we look at our social structure, why why are we socially not being where we are? Because we look at so much of gender and we look so much at racism. God would not have us to be racist. 
Because the Bible says not to have respect of persons. It's sin. Why? Because we're sinning by having a respect of persons. Because we think that, oh, well, because I'm black, I'm entitled. Or because of what the white man did. Or because we this happened. But we don't even realize. We, we don't even realize that's a myth. And it's a misnomer. Because everybody has faced some form of prejudice. Asians. Latinos. And for me, I'm not the person that's going to get into this black or brown stuff. There's, 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 it's, it's a bunch of nonsense to get in. Oh, well, our black, black skins and brown skins. No, no, and that, and that's the thing where God, God hated people. He did not. He disliked when we, when we looked at it based on color or race or where people come from, because Jesus ministered to the woman at the well. And she wasn't of a Jew of the Jewish Jewish tribe, so that in itself, where when God, you know, ministered to everybody, whether they was Greek, whether they was Gentile, whether they was Samaritan, even the Samaritan woman. Thank you. So when people look at it, is that we must look at it from a different standpoint, from where that's number one. We cannot keep having respect of persons based on the color of their skin. Because that is ignorant. That is that is just it's just ignorance. And ignorance means it's just you don't know. Knowledge you don't know. And we say, oh well, oppression and everybody's been through oppression and because well guess what? I'm gonna give people a news flash and a history point. And and this is and this is what people don't understand. Nobody in this country, black or white, came from here. Everybody came from a whole nother country. Africans became came from Africa to the United States. Europeans came from Europe. And and, and guess what? And they all formed this country. <laughs> and that's and that's the facts. And I'm not giving somebody something else different. And this is what people don't understand. When we look at the, the, the real the realism part about it is that as a society, as a whole, we should not be prejudiced against anybody. Because that's not God's love. God wants us to love everybody, no matter what color skin you are. It's not the color of the skin, it's the content of the person and the character. See the character of the person, and that's and and we should love people based on their character, not their color of their skin. That is what should, should stand out amongst everything. So, and that's number one. That's that's the that's the number one main problem, and that's one of the other problems. Okay, number the other third problem is that we have to now fix this whole thing with fathers. As men, men now need to stand up and be accountable, and we have to speak loud, men. Men, we have to stand up and speak and be the the voice that needs to be heard because we are the leaders. We are the forerunners. We are the pioneers. We are the ones that stand in the gap for our homes and our children, whether you're, whether you're married or whether you're single. That is point blank because now... As a whole, we're pushing now they're pushing men in the background when now men are now pushing women in the front. No, we are to cover them. We are to protect them and we are to provide for them. And we are to, you know, and that's and that in the standpoint where it comes down to it is no, I don't agree with that. People are going to they're going to get mad at me. And for me at this at this point, I really don't care. I care what God cares about. And God cares that as men be in their rightful positions. And that it is not that women don't have a vital role. They do. They really do. Women have one of the most powerful and responsible jobs that that is a very difficult job. That is not only just being a mother, but being a wife and being in a role of helping. That is that is a hard task to handle. 
It is not, it's not easy. But there is a time and a place where everything must be balanced. You know, there is a place where we can't say, well, men and women and women should have equal rights as um, have some of the things that men have. But some things we got to understand is because men are natural. They're supposed to be providers. They're supposed to make the more money because that's what they're supposed to do. And I get in all that with single moms and single mothers. I, I understand all of that. I'm not non-sympathetic or, you know, super chauvinist. No, I understand everybody's situation. But what I'm saying, my point is, is that wherever you are, understand that men are in the position where God wants them to be as leaders. And some people may get mad and upset and might not like what I'm saying, but it's the truth. Why we have so many young people struggling with absences of fathers, whether they're in the home or outside or not in the home at all. It's just time for as men, we must stand up and have our voice and speak. Granted, if your father is not there, granted and understand that. Why? How I know I've been there. I've been there when my father wasn't there. But I had to forgive my father for not being there. And move on and realizing that that's the part that's going to make me a better man is the power of forgiveness. And yet we live in a society where they want to say it's okay, but it's not okay. We wonder why our prison systems are the way they are is because they want to keep men in a system, whereas we made mistakes and plenty of men have made mistakes because their fathers were in the home and where they were supposed to be. Because it's a generational thing. It's a generational thing. And until we get rid of the generational cycles with fatherlessness, and until we get rid of the generational cycles that we see right now, we will never, it, it, it won't change. Change comes until we decide we, we get tired of it and then make the change and take a stance on change. We say change and we, we say we're making changes, but we're not making changes. We're not making changes. We're just making laws now. And it comes through knowledge. It, and that knowledge comes from God. And, and you know, God would say, I would not have you ignorant of the enemy's devices. So what does the devil try to do? He's trying to keep men out of their rightful positions. Trying to keep men out of the place where they, where they should be and where God wants them to be. And that's the place where we look at it to get everything up where that part, where part three is. So we look at it from a financial standpoint. We look at it from a social standpoint. And we look at it from a standpoint of, the reason why I said the third part is a leadership standpoint. Now, from all of this stuff, now we look at it from all these things, now we look at our society as a whole and why it's dysfunctional. Why they're trying to... Push us a dysfunctional society. A society that's dysfunctional and is normal. Because when you live in dysfunctional, you can live in dysfunction for so long and think that it's normal. And it's not normal. It is not normal to live in a a dysfunction-filled society. Or just live in a home that's dysfunctional. Because there's times where I've grown up in areas in in my household and my life was like that. But I realized once I came into God, I had to now relearn a whole new way according to God's word on how I'm supposed to function, the way I'm supposed to think, talk, and respond um, as, as a born-again believer and as a man. So this is what I look at it from a society and as a whole. This is why society is the way it is. This is why we got lobbyists and everybody's disagreeing on this side and I don't agree with that on this side, but let's 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 get the let's crack the Bible out because nobody wants to break the Bible out. Why? Because God is right. And man is wrong. So when we break it out according to God's word. Man is 100 percent. We're wrong without God because God will say, no, we're not doing that. No, because God values life. You know, that's why. Why? Because abortion rate is high because we feel like, oh, well, 
we have entitled and, and and I said it then goes back to what I was saying. Because whether it was incest, molestation, or rape, these things come because we're not lining up with, with God's word. Men are not where they're supposed to be and women are not where they're supposed to be according to what the word of God says. And this affects the society and this is why perversion and everything else comes into play and why murders happen and things happen all these things because of greed and 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 and, and jealousy and 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 self-hatred and that's where all these things come into where racism comes in for hatred and bigotry and everything else because if we look at it according to God's word it's so different it's so different and and that's the thing that as a whole and looking at the church and as the world, the reason why all this stuff is happening, like I was saying, why the pandemic is the way it was and why this was ha- why it happened. Because number one, it's God's divine will. When I say when I say not God's divine will that the pandemic happened, but it's a divine will for people to to get back into the place where God wants them to be. That that's my that's my point to clear it all up. Because in all of something, God says all things work together for the good, good and bad. So in the midst of something that looks like it's bad, God was working it out. In the midst of a pandemic, God is working out something that is great, something that is marvelous, something that is powerful. But people have to pay attention. It is time for people to pay attention. It is not the time to get relaxed and not the time to say, well, we're going back to normal. This is not normal. Jesus is soon to come and he's telling people to get back into order. He's telling everybody to get back in order, even in the church, from the from the pulpit to to whatever they say, the pulpit to the back door, whatever. But it's time for everybody to get back into order, even in society, because we want to live in a dystopian society where everything is just dysfunctional. It is the it is dysfunctional. That is that is that is insanity to believe something like this and say this is normal. What? This is normal. This is not. Not. No shape, form, or fashion. Because if we compare it to the word of God, it's dysfunctional. That's why God's loving grace wants to get us to come back into right alignment. And that's the thing, the reason why I came on here to share. And not only just that, that I am going to be on here quite more often. And we're going to be talking about different topics of discussion. And we're going to be bringing up some things that that might be a little bit outside of the box but it's going to be within the parameters of the word of god so because there's some things that we need that needs to be addressed people got to know people got to wake up like we hear stuff and we listen to stuff that's appeasing or or ear catching or or it's where um you know you know i don't have anything to appease people or saying stuff that's going to be sweet I'm just going to tell people the straight up truth and give people the, the true facts the true facts true and facts why we are where we are right now and why we've been like this and we've been transitioning into something else that people haven't seen yet and like we think that it's getting better no it is lining up for the return of Jesus Christ. And I don't I don't know what people are looking at. You know, we trust more in the government. We trust more in pharmaceutical companies than we do in God. And I tell people all the time, you why are you treating your confidence in people, in man? Because it's about money. It's not about people. It's about money. It's it's not about what 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 we believe. It's not even it's about money. Money is what's ruling the world. Money is what's causing all this stuff. Money is the whole reason why we why we are where we are socially, economically. You know, that's why we are and, and that's where we are. So now we look at everything, we become a now whole new um society now. We become a metaverse society now. And that's where we've come to. But as for the church, it is time for the church to come back to where we need to be. We have to preach sound doctrine. 
It is not about your denomination. It is not about what you, what what we think is right. We must sit time and sit still and look at God's order from the beginning of Genesis and see how everything must come back into order. That means prophets, you must line up with the word of God. Pastors, you must line up with the word of God. Apostles, teachers, and evangelists, you must line up with the word of God. Lay members that go, members, church members must line up with the word of God. Why? Because God said it when he told Hezekiah and he told him to get the priests and the Levites, clean up the temple. Even musicians, music musicians, I, I hope you listen. Because their God wants to, us to bring back true worship in the house of God. No more strange fire. No more bringing this stuff from the world into the church. No more living in and out and how you feel. No more living living one step in the church and one step out. It's either we're going to live for God or we're not. This is, this, is, this is straight up. Because people need help. We have a world around us, but we're so afraid and so self-centered. We can't be self-centered anymore. Jesus Christ was selfless. The apostles were selfless. Every man of God that God called in the Bible was selfless. And they gave of themselves for others. And they sacrificed. So it's time for us as the church to sacrifice. That, that, is, that is what Jesus did. He sacrificed for his bride. He gave his life. So... It's time for everybody. No one's in exclusion in this hour. No one is no one is above reproach. No one. This is why God had us. This is why we were at home. This is why we were at home at lockdown. We had nowhere to go but to spend time with God and examine ourselves. Examine our lives, our marriages, our walk, our relationship with God. Whether we good with God, we think we good, but we ain't really good with God. When we think everything is, is cool, like I tell you, yes, yes, we had masks on, but the mask came off on our lives. And it showed how much our lives were out of order, how much our lives were dysfunction. It showed that right now, even our society, it just magnified it. It magnified it even more. Because now what, what we saw in, in moderation now we see it in excess now. Now we saw sin in moderation. Now we're seeing it in excess now. Because as the closest Christ return, it's becoming excess now. So now we must preach the gospel, share with people to get them to where they need to be in God. And at the end of the day, people must understand it's time for us to go back into God's order. Because guess what? That, that's what Jesus is requiring. That's what God is looking for. And, and that's what I'm striving for every single day. As a father, as a husband, as a leader. is keeping myself in order. And, and, getting, and getting in right order with God every single day. And that's come we have to spend time with God. Talk to God. Commune with God. And ask God what does he think. According to his word. And it's time for us to have the spirit of truth. To get the spirit of truth. I don't know what truth is being told. But it's a lie now. People are telling lies. They're not telling the truth. Because Jesus said. I am the way. Excuse me. The truth and the light. No man comes to the father except through and by me. So we must preach the truth. But we got to have the spirit of truth. Because anything else outside, we can't preach our own doctrine. We can't preach something else that is not lining up with God's word. Because it's false, it's witchcraft, and it's doctrines of devils. And we can't preach this, people are going to be saved based on color and race. No. False doctrine. False doctrine. God is not going to allow people who, even if you are struggling with homosexuality and think God's going to allow that into heaven, he's not. And I'm going to straighten this one out. 
that I explain to people all the time. God doesn't hate the person. He hates the sin. And that is, that is the sin is what strengthens in God's nostrils. Because we're going anti-away from our creation. When you go away from God's creation and you're doing something else that he did not create you, he did not desire for you to become. And this is what you feel that you were created. And, and we say in the word of God says, does not nature teach you some things? The animals don't go against their creation. The animals do not go against what they were created. Male lions are male lions. Female lions are female lions. Point blank. We look at the animal species. You see male monkeys are male monkeys. Female monkeys, female monkeys. Male dogs are male dogs. Female dogs are female dogs. And we don't, and that's, and that's the thing. We look at other stuff and we say we're the only creation that, that, Wants to go. We want to do it our own. We want to do it our own way. You don't see male lions want to become female lions. Don't do that. You don't see female lions become trying to become male lions. Doesn't happen. So this is why I say that because I'm just very adamant about what's going on. And I haven't been back on. So I was just taking some time to really share with people out there. If you are listening and you are out there, I strongly encourage you to get into the word of God. Find somewhere that's going to teach you the truth and tell you the truth. Because you don't need a watered down message. You know, and you don't need something that's going to sugarcoat anything. Because hell is real. So is heaven. And you are going to see both of them. And you're going to see Jesus. Because the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. When he comes and he cracks the sky, people will know that Jesus is real. He is not a mythological creature. He is not something that was fake. And he is not something that's a vivid of imagination. And I tell people all the time, the reason why most people don't want to come to God because they know he's real, but they don't want to give up what they're doing. That's the same thing. We want a world. We want to have laws without God. We want to live in a lawless society. And that's what we're coming to right now. A lawless society. Because they want to get rid of laws. And now everybody wants to live in a place where they just want to govern themselves. You know. You know. Do as thy will according to thy whole law. Do what you want. Do what you want. Nobody's going to stop you. Do what you want. And that's the thing. That's why they don't want us to chastise young people and tell them the truth. They want to take authority away from parents. And now you can't tell your child this and this and that. Well, if I gave birth to you and I raised you, then I have every right to say what I feel as a parent. And that's the thing. We give we want to give young people so many rights and let them feel independent and make decisions for themselves when they cannot really make decisions. They're learning how to make decisions, even how to be an adult. And because we become so soft and so catered and we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And no, but if you love somebody, you'll tell them the truth. That's the thing. But how can we say we love somebody and we want to tell them the truth? That's a coward. Because we don't want to tell them the truth in love because I love you enough. But how deep is the love now? Do we love the dysfunction because it hides our sin? Do we love the dysfunction because it hides who... Um, it hides all the false and the, and the, 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 the insecurities and it, and it hides that? Because that's what dysfunction does. But everybody can, those who can see, can see dysfunction. And the reason why I stay on top of that, because that's the topic that we're talking about. Getting stuff back into order and getting out of dysfunction. That's the topic today. Getting out of disorder and getting into God's order. Because that's what we need to do now. 
Because it's time out for that stuff. It's time out for us people living a lie in a society like what what in the world is is this nonsense today? Because they're trying to pump stuff down and and and, and numb you up to make you think like this is normal. Oh yeah, it's normal. You can go back to the basketball games, you can go to the sporting events, you can go do all of that stuff. But none of this stuff is the same. And we say it's normal. Normal is no mask. Normal is no vaccine. That, you know, that's my personal opinion. Not, not even say my personal opinion. That's what I believe. That all this stuff is just fake. It's set up for a whole nother agenda. And your life is being controlled and you don't even know it. Yet they give you back. It's like somebody giving you back something. And... They're not giving it back to you the same. They're giving it back to you different within parameters. It's like this is what we have the contract and you just signed the agreement. And this is what we're telling you to do. Because we you've already given up your control. This is why I tell people all the time in social media and why why it is the way it is. So I say this in closing. And that's all the time we have for today. But I just want to say, I hope that you get something that it that it challenges you. It challenges your thinking and it charges you to think something totally different outside of what you've been hearing and what you've been seeing. Because it's it's an illusion. It is a lie to make you believe that that's the truth. You know, and that's and that's that's the bottom line. Because outside of that, this has made you to believe that a lie is the truth. And the truth is a lie. But the difference, you'll know the difference from the truth from a lie. And and you say, well, how do you know the difference from a truth and a lie? Because guess what? The truth will cause you to do something different. A lie will cause you to stay the same. Because you'll stay the same and still believe that that wow, this is this is this is cool, you know, and it's normal. But guess what? When the truth comes, it'll come to address. It'll come, and it'll cut, and it will offend you. Because guess what? And you'll know it's the truth, because the truth will start speaking, and it will never stop speaking. The truth will never stop speaking to you, to the core of your soul. And that's the thing that it comes down to. Because they want to silence the truth by telling you a lie and not giving you all the information and telling you what you what they want you to hear or what they want you to believe. That's a hive mindset. That's a dysfunctional mindset to make you believe that you're normal but you're not. To make you believe that what we see in society is okay. But as a church, we must fix the problem. We must stand up. We must cry loud and spare not. Lift up your voice in Zion and show my people their transgression. That's what we must do. As ministers of the gospel, that is what you must do. And as men, we must stand up now in this hour. And we need women of God to support us. And what we're doing. Because we work together. Not separate. We work together. In the homes. In the marriages. In ministry. It comes down to it. And we need our young people. We need them. Because they need healing. They need deliverance. They need love. And compassion. But we got to now stop being disobedient. We're disobeying God by doing what we want to do and not what God wants us to do. That is why a society is dysfunctional. Dysfunctional comes from disobedience. Because until you know that you're operating in disobedience, you'll never know that you're operating in dysfunction. Because that breathes all of this stuff. Because dysfunction breathes from disobedience because you're doing stuff outside of God's will. 
and outside of God's will. Because God loves you enough that he wants you to change and he wants you to get it right. And he wants you to see Jesus when he comes. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to heal you. He wants to love on you. But he wants you to get it right. So I say this in closing. Tune in next time on Kingdom Cast. I'm your host, Amar Walker. And we say this in Romans 10 and 17. Faith cometh by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Without faith it's impossible to please God. And we must believe that he is God. And he's a rewarder. Also of them. That diligently seek him. God bless you. And we love you. And we'll talk to you soon. If the Lord say the same. God bless.